Josh, I don't usually see you on a Sunday, do I? No, not not really. Um, um, and today's episode was going to be about um, TEDx our TEDx journey, journey, right? Yeah, TEDx journey. Uh huh. And and why are we together on a Sunday, Josh? Because we enjoy each other's company so much. <laughs> no. Um. Well, we already we had recorded an episode earlier uh, about. TEDx, yeah, we George George that. George Andriopoulos, uh, yeah. the producer of, of our TEDx, um, yeah. our awesome TEDx ca- came uh, all the way to see us, and we spent a long time doing a great interview, right? Yeah, but unfortunately, you know, things happen, and we kind of like the data just it wasn't it kind of yeah. Would you say? Would you say we had technical difficulties? Yes, we had technical difficulties. Uh, so, unfortunately, we, we just figured it out, and um, we had to alter our Sunday plans to do this. But sometimes in life, you things happen, a situation arises, and you need to be able to adjust your plans and and also at the same time adjust your mindset. So you're able to handle that in an appropriate way um, and just be calm and take the task which has come and execute properly. Yeah, you're, you're right. And so, you know, uh, Josh and I are really careful about not overexerting ourselves. So usually we record the episode on Friday and then yeah. I chill on Sunday during my, my me time and I edit. And this morning when I... Um, when I opened my computer, I realized that uh, there was there wasn't much to edit there. So um, maybe ten minutes. I really, really dreaded telling Josh because I was upset, and if I'm upset about something involving plans or structure or something ex- exciting about SLA, then I know Josh. Realistically, I know Josh was going to be upset, but I have to commend you because I was actually more upset than you. Josh's reaction was well things happen to, to, you know, ongoing projects like this every once in a while, and, you know, you just got to roll with it, right? Yeah, because the thing is like this, I mean, I, I obviously had autism my whole life, well, for the rest of my life, and so I kind of learned how to, I, when things happen, I kind of learned how my natural instinct is, and then how the proper way is to um, be when a change like this happens. So I've kind of trained myself in a way where now... My, the proper way is in my new natural way. So I will be calmer than probably an average, like, you know, single person because I had to be that way in order to counteract another extreme, which would be the hyperventilating and all that. I had to go from one extreme, that, to the other extreme, which is the, you know, just super calm, super relaxed, super chill. Um, I kind of counter one extreme with a man-made other extreme. Cool. Well... I'm going to start trying to take a page out of your book then. Um, so it's good. So I drove over to a couple towns away to Josh and, um, we don't have any of our equipment cause it's pretty far away. So we're just using my phone. So the quality of this episode might not be, uh, not that our quality is that yeah. good anyway, but, um, we are in the Dave mobile. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're chilling in my car because, um, totally not sketchy. cause Josh, uh, Josh's apartment building is is full of uh, is teeming with activity. Yeah, uh, noisy neighbors, you know. 
God. No, well, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Well, at eleven at night, when you know they're like dancing on top of your bedroom on the apartment, then there's a problem. Yeah, but, we all have that problem. Yeah, that's annoying. That's annoying. Josh lives uh, directly below circus performers. That um, probably jugglers, probably. dancers, the elephants, um, yep. the guys that clean up after the elephants, all of them. Yeah, I'm I'm very blessed and lucky. <laughs> yeah so but actually i learned this from from recording vocals for for bands uh recording music in a car and recording audio in a car is not the worst thing in the world it's a it's you know it's kind of like a little soundproof booth yeah it's pretty neat you know i'm, I'm learning a lot by recording from this guy it's pretty cool <laughs> i am it's pretty cool this guy could teach like a college class on it so, <laughs> that's, um, that's not true at all in fact the oh, okay. the maybe, pro- maybe I'm like being very nice here. Okay. The the producer from TEDx came to see our studio or lack thereof, and he <laughs> he just opened his own really professional like, grade. Like a legit. Yeah. It's, yeah, I've seen so, it online. Oh my god, it's 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 incredible. I am man, I'm I'm jelly of it. Yeah, so we're gonna have to start. Maybe we'll start a crowdfunding campaign or something to get some uh, decent uh, recording equipment. <laughs> um, but but anyway. Um, yeah, unexpected things happen that are pretty difficult to swallow sometimes. Yeah. And um, you, you just, just got to roll with it. Yeah, find your own way um, to figure out how. Because what worked for me might not work for you, but if you figure out something, if it works, stick with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's how we all handle the unexpected things in life. Yeah, I mean, my reaction when it's something that I don't have to do, like when it's for something for work, I... You know, I always, always figure it out, but somehow when it's something personal or optional, sometimes it's hard for me to be motivated to solve the problem, and then I'd, I'd rather just kind of curl up in a ball and watch TV or something for the rest of the day, which is what you're supposed to do on Sundays anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, Disney Plus, now streaming. Not sponsored yet. Um, but, uh... Big, big yet. <laughs> um, speaking of... Josh, I saw this really, really good seven-minute Pixar original the other day on Disney+. Plus. Have you heard about this, Josh? Oh, yes. Um, well, obviously, um, Float. I've seen that, you know, Float, it, to me, it, again, we're talking about what we here at SLID call the um, autism renaissance. We're seeing lots of, also, representation on screen. It was Netflix and Atypical to now Float on Disney+, Plus, which is... A Pixar animated film, which depicts autism, but kind of as like a kid floating away, like, and it's just, it's, it's amazing. I like it's, I just, you have to see it. It's, I've so many wonderful things to say about it. Yeah, and and it's cool it's, because um, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, you know, hype around this Disney Plus or whatever. But I thought it was so cool that well, one of the first, that one of the first. Um, originals that they came out with, kind of like how Netflix has Netflix originals. Pixar came out with an original um, as soon as Disney Plus dropped, and that that's when they decided to... And there's word that another one will be uh, making another autism... Yes, Loop, Loop, Loop. Yes, there's another another Pixar original called Loop. was made by a guy named Bobby Rubio. Yeah, so Bobby Rubio was actually... I, I read about him. He... Uh, is an animator. He did like The Incredibles and a bunch of other um, really big Pixar movies. Awesome. But he has a son um, that's on the spectrum, and so he um, this is his first like written, directed, um, and I think he's actually the voice of the of the father as well uh, feature. Um, 
and so really excited for him. And it, you know, there's obviously a lot of buzz about this. And um, so, Josh, what did you what did you tell me when I told you to watch that? You told me you gotta what? Hmm? What did you tell me when when I when I told you about Float? And you watched well, it. Yeah, I want to have him on the show, obviously. Right. So, so hopefully, you know, he said hopefully we can get him on. So I did, I did, uh, you know, write a late night email to to uh, Pixar to the PR uh, people behind Pixar. And the other magically, night. we heard back. I had to throw in that. Yeah. Magically. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we're we're getting Bobby Rubio, the writer director of Pixar's Float. On the show, uh, I believe it'll be not this coming episode next, but the one following, and in, in the first one in December, will will be uh, our 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 Disney episode. Which, if yeah. you have listened to episodes of ours Get before, pixie dust on. you know that uh, Josh, yeah, Josh does that pixie dust all the time. He's addicted. Uh, oh. Josh, why yeah, don't I'm you? addicted to the. PD, the pixie dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wh- why don't why don't why don't you uh, so, talk a little bit about what an honor it is to be involved in any sort of way with Disney? Yeah, um, I've grown up my whole life. I've been a huge Disney fan, and um, personally, this is big because well, I've for a long time um, I went to the parks. I went when I was young and also older. When I was young, they had a system where basically it's a long story, but in a nutshell. You're on the spectrum of stuff. They they move you to kind of like front of the line, right? And so you wouldn't need to wait and get overwhelmed. Then certain events happened and they had to take that away. And now, now obviously that presents a problem to folks on the spectrum. But Disney, being the industry leader, if they were to do something to fix that problem and other things, all other theme parks would probably follow suit. That being said, we have well, we are still creating something called Operation Ninety Three which is the Sounds Like Autism's initiative to reform entertainment, being theme parks and other things like that, to make it more autism-friendly um, across North America and hopefully the rest of the countries will follow suit. But we first need to follow um, in America. Yeah, yeah. So you always, always love Disney, and so you have this passion and this idea. Um, biggest Disney fan I ever met. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, my, my apartment looks like Disneyland. It's... Crazy. Uh, not. It doesn't quite look like Disneyland. Uh, there's no. There's more stuff than last time. Uh, yeah, it, it got it got worse. All right. Yeah, he didn't invite me in today. Um, <laughs> so. It's a mess. So yeah, why why do you want to call it Operation Ninety Three? Well, I look. I'm a '90s baby. I was born in 1993, so I mean, like I've, I, I'm I'm a brander. I like to brand things that you're going to do. So this is a big initiative. So it deserves like a cool name. So Operation, honestly, that sticks. And 93, well, that's homage to, you know, I'm from born 93. And like, I saw this whole thing. So I want to throw my little, my year in there. So Operation 93, and we will get this done. Because whatever SLA puts their minds to, we always get it done. It's just going to take a while because this is a huge initiative. But we will get it done. Yeah, and that's that's what we've kind of been plotting for since episode four or something when we had Myron Pincomo. Yeah, that was when we first started. Yeah. When when we uh, when we first contacted him from IBCCES, which is the big nonprofit that uh, certifies uh, autism autism uh, yeah, like centers Carnival, across even the Cruise world. Line, which is huge. So, like, if you want to see where this really originated, look up that episode on iTunes and just. And back in my mind, like, oh, okay, now I see where things started. 
but yeah, it's it's really cool, very exciting times. And um, if you, if the listeners, you folks, have any ideas about Operation Ninety Three, what you, how do you think you can help along or want to be part of it, feel free to hit us up. Yeah, even just to tell your story yeah. about your uh, positive experiences or negative experiences at any. Uh, at any theme park, because, you know, those theme parks, uh, whether whether it's water parks or, like, the Disney parks or Universal or, or whatever, are really, really important to a lot of families yeah. and um, can be really, really difficult for a lot of children and adults on the spectrum. And uh, being that, you know, we're all focused on inclusion, if you're listening to this show, you're likely focused on inclusion, yeah. um, we want to make sure that those accommodations are um are being met for all all families whether whether yeah. people are affected by autism or anything else yeah, anything i remember like so i finally saved up enough money and brought my mom and brother to disney and like the whole time like i'm mainly thinking about hmm, okay how could we fix this how could we fix that and when i'm looking at pictures of water like how would that type of thinking do this so it's like if this is gonna happen folks and you can be part of it and so this is really cool like you can be part of a history making initiative which is pretty cool yeah. Uh, what else has been going on besides that? How's your week been? Uh, I mean, busy. Um, but on the weekend, also, I mean, busy, relaxing and busy. I stayed over at my parents for like a night or two, so it was nice to see my family. I live on my own, if you guys don't know, so I don't always get to see my, my folks. But every now and then, I like to stop by and like say hi. But this time, I actually stayed for like a night or two. So it's pretty cool. Very cool. Um and and works good everything's cool oh yeah yeah nice well while you decide what else you want to talk about for today's unexpected wait, wait, wait. is it indeed that time sponsor time yeah let's just uh let's play a commercial from right. uh, making authentic let's friendships sounds like autism is proudly sponsored by making authentic friendships llc making authentic friendships is an interactive web app that enables children ages 13 and up and adults with special needs to make friends based on age, diagnosis, interests, and geographic location. Making Authentic Friendships, MAF, are my brother's initials. My brother Michael is 21 and has autism and ADHD. He inspired this initiative. You can sign up for the app at makingauthenticfriendships.com and follow us on social media at Making Authentic Friendships. Thank you. Well, I am indeed thankful. Thankful. Oh, no, that's going to be a really corny opening from this. All right, so basically, let's talk about Thanksgiving. So. Yeah, thank- we, we haven't had um, a holiday season yet with, in, really? during, with SLA. Especially with Thanksgiving. This is the first Thanksgiving that SLA is in existence. Because remember, we're still a, The first Christmas, the first Hanukkah, the first Thanksgiving, the first yeah, New Year's. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Oh, my God, yeah, it's crazy, like... We're less than a year old, people. Like, this is nuts. But, yeah, so, Thanksgiving, this is the first, like, you know, the big bang holiday for SLA. But and we're here to help you get through it. Now, lots of times during holidays, there's there's new things going on. There's sometimes lots of people. There are different decorations around, different noises, different foods than you're used to, different smells, different lots of things. And the anticipation, waiting for the next person to come. Everybody needs to sit a certain way, you know. So lots of different things, different structures. And it's important 
if you're if you have someone a loved one who's on the spectrum if they need to excuse themselves from the table like just it's much better if you do that it's gonna be much better for them and just to let them go off and do their own thing if they don't want to eat the turkey like for example i used to like to eat just macaroni and cheese on uh thanksgiving so like so if you have that one person who just wants the macaroni and cheese it's thanksgiving's about being thankful and giving thanks just be thankful that there's they're part of the family or the group and let them have the mac and cheese at the end of the day it's about loved ones friends it's about doing stuff for others and it's about mac and cheese that is true, you know, my personal favorite's craft. If anyone works at crafts, you know, come on. <laughs> come on, I mean, I, I just I just helped you out. Give me some free mac and cheese. <laughs> I, I actually had way too much macaroni and cheese yesterday because I'll tell you what. You can't have too much of that. Having a toddler is great because you order them food or you oh, make sweet. them food. Yeah, and you reap all the benefits, Josh. Yo, that's a great idea, man. Yeah, no, I'm not saying to go have a kid. <laughs> I'm not saying to go have a kid. But um, yeah, no, this 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 fall and winter, think about it, comfort foods. That's what it's all about. Yeah, and then you won't get like looks getting all the chicken fingers and stuff because hey, it's for the kid, and then you eat them like eat like daddy does. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, no, it's perfect. It's yeah. perfect. That's exactly why I did it. That's why yeah, I you had have the life kid. figured out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, same go. It's not just about Thanksgiving, though, um, all holidays, you know. And it's not just um, neurodivergent people that have trouble on the holidays. So I think I think everyone should just be as empathetic as possible towards their, their fellow man uh, going into this season that's not so difficult for um, a lot of people with different mental health issues. Um, you know, maybe things were difficult on holidays when they were younger or they're difficult now because they don't have the people around that they wish they did. Um, it's not just all about like sensory issues and, and foods and things like that. Sometimes you don't get along with your relatives, uh, that you only see on the holidays. So it can be a really stressful time. Um, but just, you know, do what you need to do to, to get through it and, uh, be understanding of others as well. Right. Yeah. Remember, um, Santa and Hanukkah, Harry love everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they do. Um, all right, I, gu- I guess that's it. We apologize for the low-quality episode um, as far as the... Well, the content was there. The content was there, but the sound quality was yeah, not. Yeah, we hear tapping just because it's um, lovely weather in New York raining. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so soundproof, the car. Yeah, you know... Okay, so, uh, yeah, visit us on www.soundslikeautism.com. Check out that TEDx. Please like and share and comment. Yeah, please. Um, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, and listen to us, obviously, wherever you get your podcasts. Someone from Australia recently, um, asked for it, and then they watched it and they said it was cool, so it's gotten all the way to Australia, so join in on the TEDx one and watch and share our TEDx, please. Yeah, absolutely, cool. And, um... Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, and... And if anyone has any questions for Bobby Rubio from Float, reach out in the next week or so. Uh, it's mid-November. And also, we have one other really special guest that we're super excited about that I just want to announce. Um, Studio Mucci, a.k.a. Uh, Amina Muccioli. And um, Josh, you want to explain a little bit about what she's all about? Very colorful. Oh, God, yeah. It's colorful and it's personality. It's, it's wow. It's, it's, it's fun. It's... Yeah, she's, she's an yeah. influencer and a designer and... Uh, a, I guess a stylist and, and an artist, 
um, and she's gained a lot of popularity. Um, and rightfully so. Yeah, because of her uh, incredible style, personally, um, fashion-wise, as well as her home. Um, and her home has recently made a, a headlines recently for a little bit of a controversy that we can get into on the actual episode, but we're so honored to be having her on in the next couple of weeks as well, right? Yes. And uh, obviously, um, if I if we didn't mention, she is on the autism spectrum, so um, that would be, you know, why we invited her on. Yes. Um, autism Renaissance. All right. Anything uh, else? No, I think that's about it. All right, guys. Uh, have a great weekend. Bye. Have a great one. Bye.